action sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. This is Ignition. Welcome to Ignition, a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald. And I am Father Andrew Dickinson. And we want to invite... <laughs> what do we do? I don't know. You got the script, don't you? Man. <laughs> we do want you to invite you to do something, but I'll get to that later. We want to launch your own efforts to explain the Catholic faith and to invite others to live it. After nearly 300 times of saying this. You'd think I'd have it down better. You'd think. Oh, well. One would think. Uh, Before we get into today's topic, we want to remind you that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode or ideas for future episodes, please contact us. Please. There are two easy ways to do so. You can email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org. You can also tweet at us with the Twitter handle at sfdiocese using the hashtag ignition. Happy New Year, Father. Happy New Year. I think this is the first, yeah, this is the first episode of Ignition that's airing between the two of us in the The year year. of our Lord 2017. The year of the 100th anniversary of Fatima. It is. We should do an episode on that probably. Yeah, we probably should. Okay. Um, In case case somebody (laughs) hasn't listened to Ignition before, or I was going to say, um, is listening to Ignition for the first time, we should probably introduce ourselves a little bit more. Oh, yes, yes, let's do that. So who are you? Um, I am, my title in the diocese is Director of Adult Discipleship and Evangelization with the Diocese of Sioux Falls. That's a big name. People have to call you by that every time they, like they... They do. They do. Hello. Hey, Director of Adult Evangelization and Catechesis, would you like to get a cup of coffee? Yeah, I, I like it. It's pretty fun to see what that comes out of their mouth. Um, <laughs> Chris Bergwald is <laughs> I didn't get again, it. Isn't my name. No, you didn't get it. Uh-huh. Um, and in addition to what I do for the diocese, I'm also a husband and father. Uh, Jermaine and I have been married for 17 years, and we have five kids. And what about you, Father? I am Father Andrew Dickinson. I have been ordained. This is my 11th year as a priest uh, on the Diocese of Sioux Falls, originally from Yankton. But I serve as the pastor of... Uh, St. Paul's in White, South Dakota, and the director of the Pius XII Newman Center, a Catholic ministry to South Dakota State University in Brookings. Um, this is how many years for you there? My eighth year. In, in both places, frankly, yep, I guess. Yep, okay, yep. Okay. They're a package deal. <laughs> Two for the price of one. Woohoo! Bogo. Yeah. What? Bogo. Buy one, get one free. Yep. Um, so what we're going to talk about today, actually, this is this is an idea, of Father, uh, the topic that Father proposed. Um, he had a couple different ideas. Uh, the other one was really good. We're going to do that uh, later this year. Um, so stay tuned to Ignition. Actually, that's going to be what what to do when you are find yourself or you you're confident that you are in a state of mortal oh, sin. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we'll we'll save that one for. Actually, that might be good to do around um, Lent. Lent mm. or before Lent. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe uh, late February, we'll talk about that. That was one, but then Father had this other idea, which initially I thought might go together with the whole uh, idea of what to do when you're sitting in mortal sin, but we decided to treat it as its own separate topic. Uh, my summary of it, Father, and, and maybe you have a better, better way to describe it, is being patient with your own humanity. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? Uh, <clears throat> you have to be patient with yourself and... and- your expectations for yourself and conversion and the growth in the life of faith, uh, that you can do a lot of 
damage to your growth in faith by thinking you should be somewhere that you should not. Mm. By forgetting that you're not an angel. So, oh, so speaking, of, so you have this a story. You were um, you recently came back from Focus's Seek Conference. Yes, Seek and twenty hashtag Seek twenty seventeen. Uh, Reese, <laughs> what? That's something that the kids were yelling. Reese, Reese. I thought it was Reese's for and I got kind of excited, but it wasn't. Witherspoon? No, some guy. Uh, John Reese. Youth culture is just hard to explain. Okay. If you weren't there, who's John Reese's father? Uh, are you going from the TV show? Uh, um, uh, da, 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 I don't remember what these things are called. They're on Netflix. I just keep clicking. Person of next. interest. Person of interest. Did you finish that ever? No, I didn't. <gasps> you gotta watch season five. I'm waiting until there may be like another break in the schedule. Okay. Okay. Fair enough. Yeah. You, yeah. Don't don't interrupt. Uh, more important things to watch. Yeah. Binge watch that show. So anyway, so I was with thirteen thousand Catholic young adults. And uh, so there I was with 13,000 adults, uh, college students mostly. And uh, one of the first keynotes, he, it was kind of a throwaway story, but it really stuck with me. Uh, and actually, I, uh, I think I can say it this way. I actually used it a lot in counseling people uh, in confession and things like that. Oh, sure. Um, but it's the story of that Pope St. John the Twenty Third, uh, when he was Pope in 1958 to 1963, they're doing some renovation on something in the Vatican. And so they had some architecture firm drop some plans, right? And they came and they presented the plans to him. And he looks them over and over in the corner of the plans, he writes down like something in Latin, like uh, non sum angelorum. And the Italian architects didn't know what it want. And so, but they didn't ask him. He just, because he didn't say anything. He just probably wrote them on the corner of the plans, rolled up the the art plans to hand them back to them. And they're like, uh, what are we supposed to do? Is he happy? Is he upset? What's going on? What is this? We don't know. You know, our livelihoods at stake here. You know, you lost the Vatican contract. And, um, <laughs> so walk around like looking for someone to like, what does this mean? What does this mean? Finally find someone in the halls like, oh, uh, he just wrote, we are not angels. We're not angels. What do you mean by that? And so they're like looking over like, what could this be? And, oh, there's no bathrooms. <laughs> no, we're not angels. We need bathrooms. Right. Um, but this, I mean, it goes in other ways to like with our spiritual life that we're not angels. And sometimes I think we get frustrated or impatient with our, with our own humanity. And we think that we should be like unto the angels in some ways. So what does that mean? Specific? So, so this idea of being patient with yourself, we're not angels. We're human. Like, what's the relevant difference between us and angels that way? Then, well, uh, the the relevant difference is that angels live outside of time, and we live in time. Right. Right. Angels live not in eternity, strictly speaking. Maybe it's right. like av eternity, if you want to get technical, and that'd be kind of a fun conversation. But I don't think we're going to get into that today. Nope. Okay. Uh, but uh, angels uh, possess their intellect and their will. All at once, like right. all the we experience our intellect and will spread out and paced out through time. Right, like going from left to right on your radio dial. That's how we experience moving from right. left to right. Ah, uh, boy, I went for a football joke there, and you just didn't nope. bite at nope, all. I didn't. It was just nothing. Nope. Okay. Ah, uh, and so because we experience our intellect and our will in time, that means we experience things in this lived out fashion. And so while we might set our will to some idea that we think to be good. A month from now, a week from now, an hour from now, we might act opposite to where we set our mind. As opposed to, so with, a, with 
um, an angelic person, an angel or a demon for that matter, it's instantaneous. Right. They've set their mind. They've made their choice. They've been tested. They do it once they're done. So just brief, quick aside there, that's why uh, Satan and the other fallen angels, um, they decided to rebel against God and they'll never change their mind because it, that reflects their angelic nature. And that's why God did not become an angel. Right, right, right. Uh, we, on the other hand, <clears throat> we might have this decision, this intention, but as, as, as you were explaining, it takes time for that to unfold and for us to reach our destination, which... Uh, which I, I th the point here, be patient with your humanity, that can be frustrating because, okay, I desire to grow in virtue A or to lessen myself in vice X, uh, but it takes time to do both. It, it takes time to allow God's grace to perfect me. We, well, we don't desire the growth in, we desire the possession of. Amen, brother. Yeah, so, you know, Dr. Bergwald said we want to grow in this virtue or diminish in this vice. No, no, no. For most of us, we don't want the growing process. We want the final end result. Right. I don't want to grow. Yeah. I I, I want to have the virtue. I want to be rid of the vice, period. Um, and so this is a great little input. This is another thing from Seek uh, 2017. One of the speakers brought out, and it's a good thing to remind ourselves. What is the root of the word patience from Latin? Uh, I don't know. Isn't it passio? Passio. Passion? Oh, yeah. yeah to yeah. suffer? Yeah. So patience is the willing suffering for something. And impatience then is a refusal to suffer. Right. Whether you're impatient with right. yourself or impatience with right. others. Yes. So to be patient with your own humanity. Yep. So, okay. So if I'm trying to uh, get virtue A, so to speak, get, um, or get rid of vice X, what does this mean then to be patient with myself, to be patient with my humanity? What does this mean? It means to accept the fact that you are a human person, uh, which just sounds so odd to say, but it's actually, it's, it's something you really need to do to accept the reality that you're a human person who's going to experience ebb and flow. Okay. Right. Who's going to experience um, ups and downs. And that, that means I will have to suffer. I'll have to suffer setbacks. I'll have to suffer dry periods. And if I'm not willing to accept that as part of the deal, then I might give up on the thing altogether. Right. Okay. Okay. So um, so we have to be patient with ourselves, but also um, with who? With God. What? what? <laughs> yeah. We have to be patient with the fact that God's patient with you. So what does that mean? Well, um, that he willingly, in a sense... Um, be careful how we say it in this way, but um, that he he allows us to go. He, he allows us to be human. Okay. Me. What does that mean? And exactly what we just said that he allows us to go through this experience of cycles and ebb and flow and experiencing things in a human way and experiencing and living our con conversion in a human way. He doesn't expect us to be inhuman. He doesn't expect us to be... So he doesn't expect us to be angels. Correct. Uh, he doesn't expect you to like immediately get it. Okay. Okay. So he's patient with me. I have to be patient with him. I have to be patient with myself. Right. Does he give me the strength or not then to... Um, to struggle with the vice that I'm struggling with? So is this whole patience with him and patience with myself... Does... Because I think sometimes my, people might take that, that might sound like, okay, well, the fact is 
you're going to sin. So just, that's the way it is. Well, there's some truth to that. You're nodding vigorously. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Vigorously. Vigorously. Romans 5, 6, 7, and 8. The sin that I do... or Romans 7, you're quoting there, I don't do the good I want, so I do the evil that I do not want. I hate it so, Romans 7, 19. Okay. But in Romans 6, St. Paul talking about like, you know, because we have a sin, because we sin, we have an intercessor in Jesus Christ. Right. Right? And God didn't die for the angels. And he says like, does that mean we should sin? No. Right. Like, but when we do sin, we have a Savior. Right. And just, I think like Romans 5, and Romans 5 t- starts out with, um, you know, uh, we do not already possess this, uh, and so we suffer, and suffering leads to endurance, and endurance to proven character, and proven character leads to hope, and hope does not disappoint. Right. Because God has poured himself out to us through the Holy Spirit. Okay. So if I am, I'm, I'm seeking to grow in, however we want to put it, um, patience, I'm trying to be less impatient. Mm-hmm. I have to be patient with myself in that way. Right. So that that's the, okay, so... Just thinking of me, wow. uh, especially with kids. Yep. Um, young children, well, probably old children too, for that matter. But how quick, how easy it is for me as a parent to be impatient <laughs> with my children. And I see it and I recognize it. I'm like, just be more, and I tell them this too, but be more patient, Chris, be more patient with them. And I try and I try, but I'm still impatient. Right. But be, and, be, and now be patient with yourself. Don't be patient with the sin. Right. Okay. Oh. Say that again. Oh, be patient with yourself. Don't be patient with the sin. I, I unpack that. Well, uh, so be patient with you who falls into these things. So um, don't attack yourself for being something other than human. Okay. But at the same time, uh, don't make excuses for the sin. Okay. Right. Well, I'm just a human being. So human being's going to be and do what I'm going to do. And so therefore I'm just going to do that and can't do anything about it. Just the way it's going to be. So you had a great analogy to me um, oh, yeah, to yeah. explain yeah. this distinction. Well, do you want to throw in that little, well, actually first, um, yep. so uh, <laughs> we're talking in code on the radio, which is a <laughs> auditory medium. But anyways, dear listeners, uh, that little moment of inside baseball was uh, so Dr. Bergwell and I could remind you that you're listening to Ignition a radio show and podcast for the new evangelization. If you have questions, suggestions for future episodes, things like that, please contact us. And there's two ways you can do that. You can email us ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Or you can tweet at us. Use the Twitter handle at sfdiocese, S-F-D-I-O-C-E-S-E, with the hashtag ignition. Yeah. And we're talking today about being patient with yourself. Um, with your own humanity. In your own humanity. Yeah. Uh, striving in the spiritual life. And sometimes it's not as, as we don't change as quick, um, as quickly or as easily as we might like to. Right. And, uh, uh, and, and so what should our reaction to that be mm-hmm. then in the Christian? This is actually very timely right now for what are most people probably experiencing day 12 of the new year. Uh, resolutions. New Year's resolutions, yes, right? Yes. How people give up New Year's resolutions? Yes. Because like it's ten days in, you've done it once, maybe on the first day. <laughs> I actually already failed on my one New Year's resolution already. <laughs> like spectacular. Nice. And so thank you. Um, but I'm going to keep on doing it because anything worth doing is worth doing badly. Because it's better to do it badly than not do it at all. Exactly. So, um, so the, the God and the and then this idea that God is patient with us in that way. Mm-hmm. Um, so maybe even allowing us uh, to struggle with sins of the flesh per se, 
and in order that we be preserved from the more serious sins of pride. Okay. That we, uh, um, but this is the point you wanted to get at. You wanted to get at the analogy. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So we can go back to this other point that I just have mentioned. Okay, so later. Okay. <laughs> okay. So let's go to the one that you mentioned. Okay, so uh, I want you to explain the. So, so here's let me let me accept the analogy and how it came about. And Father and I was we we're talking about this uh, the, this point because um, I can struggle with reconciling two things here. We're talking about how we have to be patient with our humanity. It doesn't our conversion, our growth in our spiritual life is not instantaneous. On the other hand, the church teaches definitively uh, th- that we are given sufficient grace to avoid sin, to avoid temptation or to, to, to um, counteract temptation. And, 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 and I, and I said to father, how, how do we, I believe, I know that both of those things are true, but how do we reconcile them? And you had this great analogy to make the point. Yeah. Of uh, God giving us the grace. Um, but yeah, at the same time, us living this out in our humanity. And that was the idea of, uh, from the physical world, the idea of strength training. And uh, so let's say that um, I can uh, bench press 185 pounds, and I'm trying to increase that. So to increase that, the way to get to lift more weight is to uh, lift more weight. Lift more weight. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so let's say there's someone helping me to like to lift, you know, spotting to make sure I don't hurt myself. And um, you know, if if they were to help me and, and do everything for me, right, in some way. Well, then, yeah, I would have lifted, you know, 200 pounds, but I really wouldn't have done it. It would have been, you know, uh, whoever was spotting who's maybe much stronger than me and just lifted it all for me. And right. I just kind of went through the motion of it. Right. But God wants us to really possess virtues in that way because he really desires for that transformation of us. So he allows us to feel the weight of things. Okay. Right. And so while he gives us the grace, yes, we're also still allowed to feel the weight in that way. And so, you know, in my physical growth, it's better for me to attempt that lift and maybe not be able to complete it or not be able to complete the, the required number of them, uh, rather than to complete something solely on someone's help. Right. In that way. Now, of course, God is helping us all the time. And of course, without God, we can do nothing. Right. But so every analogy fails at some point. But in this analogy, then, God's allowing you to feel the weight of that, so the weight of that virtuous action, the thing that you're seeking to become in your Christian life, uh, to feel the difficulty of it, because then that's how you actually develop the possession of it. So, because, um, and and to this point that that you had made um, previously that we still might come back to, that God can permit us to struggle with certain sins to avoid other sins. Permitting us to struggle does not mean that permitting us to struggle is like letting us feel the weight, as you were just saying. Right. He's still giving he's still giving us enough help to lift the 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 bar. He's still giving us enough help to avoid sinning, but he's help he's allowing us to feel the tempt the, to feel the weight of the temptation to feel the weight of the sin so that we might grow in the opposing virtue right okay right because that's that's the only way you'll ever grow in that way is is in that now he could infuse that in you but you wouldn't possess it right 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 he can infuse graces within us he can infuse virtues within us and but we won't possess and he does desire for us to actually possess these things in ourselves right. in that way okay okay that's how I, I thought that was a really helpful analogy to to make clear that he's still giving me enough assistance to avoid the sin, 
but he's allowing me again to feel the weight of it right. so that so that I can grow in it. Yeah. Although I would just one thing is about um I still think we 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 do possess it in at least in some way if it's infused. Like the theological virtues can be they're infused, but I still possess them, but uh then I'm called to grow in them. So Correct. Okay. Okay. Correct. And so, so yeah, and so, and so just because maybe we understand how it comes about, it doesn't mean that we, we still need to work towards it. Right, right, right. So just with that, like when we, you and I were both baptized as infants, we received the virtues of faith, hope, and love. But hopefully we've progressed in them more than we did when we received them in Correct. infancy. Correct, possession, okay. possession our possession of them. Gotcha, okay. Yeah. Um, so going back to this point then that we brought up, that we said we come back to. That was my bad. Yeah, go. Oh, okay. So I, I think one of the frustrating things for us is, you know, we set our mind to the kingdom of God, and maybe we're still struggling with something that seems like it's um, very mundane or it's very... Um, sensual or a sin of the flesh in some way, and it kind of keeps tripping us up in some way, whether it's anger, gluttony, lust, greed, jealousy, laziness. Uh, and it's when we keep coming back to this over and over again, well, why would that be? Why, you know, why, why can't I just get over this thing? Mm-hmm. Right. And that part of what's at play is that God, and this is a point from Peter Kraft in his book, Back to Virtue, a short little book on kind of the spiritual life and the virtues not so much on prayer, but on the life of the Spirit within us. Right. Um, he's He posits that God sometimes permits us to struggle with sins of the flesh in order that we would be preserved from more serious sins of pride. Mm. Say that again. That God sometimes permits us to struggle with sins of the flesh in order that we may be preserved from the more serious sin of pride. Okay, so if, I, if, if I'm able, if he's... To going back to the the weightlifting Wait. analogy, um, if he's spotting me and this is super easy, I'm bench pressing three hundred pounds with no problem because he's giving me so much assistance mm-hmm. that I might get pretty pretty full of myself. I might think that I'm uh, all that <laughs> and a bag of chips. <laughs> so, and uh, of of whatever whatever the vice that we're struggling with that's now becomes super easy for us. That is less important of a sin to succumb to, if you will, than pride. Right. Because with pride, we close ourselves off to God completely. And if we're maybe, if he's permitting, if it is the case that he's permitting us to maybe struggle with one of these sensual sins, then we're always having to go where? To him. Back to him. Right. Back to him to be saved. And again, because it was said earlier uh, from John chapter 15, without me, Jesus says, you can do nothing. Right. So even if we should in some way conquer one of those things, we might think that we're the conqueror and not him. Right. And so even if maybe God does give us the grace of an easy victory over some sin, um, it's probably because he knows or believes, uh, well, he doesn't believe, he knows, uh, he, he knows that it's in such a way that we will always understand that the credit goes to him and the success is from him and the, uh, uh, the glory is to him. Okay. So, um, by by us, yeah, I, I think that's probably true. If we just reflect on our own spiritual life, um, when when maybe there has been a, a victory that came easy, um, one of the, the 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 other side effects of this, I'm a lot less sympathetic with other people. Oh yeah, that too. 
um, who struggle with that vice because well, well, just no, it, it's easy. Dude, just get over it. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so our ability to to help others grow is also hindered if it comes in a sense too easily for us. Right. And so in that way, our Lord is looking to create things within us, to build things up within us, to form things within us that all have their credit in him, their glory in him, their roots in him. But at the same time, uh, where he's working towards some other end for us. Right. So with this, no, that's not to say, don't, um, he desires that we would be victorious over all of Correct, them. correct. But by us maybe struggling a little bit more, we, we're going to remain uh, aware that this is because of his assistance. And that also then requires us to have a faith in his providence right. and a trust in him. Right. That if we just automatically saw the end, then we th- then we wouldn't have to have that enduring faith in him. Right. Can I give you a little... Story? Please. This yeah. might end take us to the end of the episode. Okay, it's fine. Right? Okay? Yep. All right. So this is a cool story from Seek 2017. So I met a Franciscan uh, there, to a, Fran- uh, a priest and two nuns. This It's a young Franciscan order. They're in Homodo, uh Diocese of Louisiana. Oh, sure. They're from Sicily originally. Okay. But anyways, their way of poverty is hitchhiking. Hmm. They don't possess any vehicles or, and they don't, they, and even they've been hitchhiking the air. What? Yeah. So they hitchhike everything. Okay. Okay. Well, anyways, so on their way down to the seat conference, they're hitchhiking from Louisiana down to San Antonio, Texas. And they get to some town in Texas their first night and they say, all right, well, there's a Catholic church here. They have got a mass at five o'clock. We'll see. Maybe we can stay here. We'll talk to father. It's like three o'clock. So they, you know, ding dong, ring on the door and. Father, whatever reason, wasn't all that receptive to them. I mean, hard to blame him. They're just kind of you know, showing up on his doorstep with, you know, little uh, to recommend them. And uh, they don't get to stay with Father. And then Mass comes, and they're trying to figure out where they're going to stay. And this one well, because, oh, who are you? You know, what are you doing not dressed so oddly? And they talk a bit and they say, you know, well, Lord put you in our path, so let's ask you, you know, could we stay with you? Well, I'm in town visiting my brother, but I think he'd let us stay. Yeah, come on, so let's go. And so they go to the brother's house and— well, it looks like things maybe aren't so smooth between brother and sister. Oh, boy. Yeah. And so after a little while there, like an argument forms between brother and sister. And like, this seems like that this Franciscan friar and the sisters there are the last straw. And so they get kicked out. Now it's 11 o'clock at night. <laughs> and so she's like, well, I, I got some friends. I'm going to call some friends and see where we can stay, right? She gets hold of one of her friends. And I, you know, it's me and these three other people. We'd be able to stay tonight. And she's, yeah, okay, come on over. Say, like, come on. She's introduce, doing the introductions. She's like, Oh, so you're a Catholic priest. Yeah, yes, I am. Would you hear my friend's confession? Hmm. Well, yeah, certainly. What's going on? Well, my friend's near death, and I was praying today that God would get her a priest so she could go to confession before she dies. Hmm. So here was God answering prayers of this woman to get a confessor for her friend before they died. And the way that God accomplished it was for them to get turned down from these other places and kicked out of this house just so they could go and hear this confession of this woman before they died. Wow. Isn't that cool? That is cool. So just like in your own life, we get frustrated by like, okay, things aren't working out the way I wanted to. Trust yourself to God in that time. Romans 5, 1 to 5, and trust yourself to God. Uh, The whole, we should come back to divine providence sometime. It's trusting yourself in divine providence. Beautiful. Thank you, Father. Welcome. Uh, That will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, please email us, ignition at sfcatholic.org, or tweet at us, sfdiocese, use the hashtag ignition with any thoughts, questions, or ideas for future episodes. Until next time, dear listeners, may Almighty God bless you, the Father, the Son, the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Thanks for listening. You can find archives of this and past episodes online at sfcatholic.org. Click on Media and then Audio Files. You can also subscribe to the Ignition Podcast in the iTunes Store. 
Remember to tune in every Thursday afternoon at 2 p.m. on Lamb Catholic Radio at 91.3 FM in Hartford and 104.3 LPFM Juan Diego Catholic Radio in Sioux Falls and on 88.9 FM in Ipswich and Aberdeen or online at lambradio.com.